0: This edition of Speaking Out with Jim Watkins is brought to you by FlatFeeForMeds.com. That's right. Lower prescriptions now with FlatFeeForMeds.com. Sign up and save. I want to thank Michael Letts and also Cam Edwards for stopping by earlier. Just so much information to be had. But I also want to get back to this interview that Tucker Carlson had with Russell Brand. And it was just a, a powerful... I had not really been exposed. I've seen a couple of videos on, in social media like you. And the, the overall presentation and what they talked about was just so important. And I want to share some of what Russell Brand uh, is going through. If you look back through my articles on jimwatkins1.com, I remember when the, when the press first started going after Russell... And it was right after he was doing interviews about COVID and the way that we were dealing with the COVID pandemic. And uh, and I, I found that his the way he presented the information was pretty spot on. So he's talking with Tucker Carlson, and I want to play just a couple of clips from the show here. So let's uh, kill that. And this is a comment that he's talking about how the powers, the authorities, the power centers, what they're doing, Uh, uh, what they're doing really to keep you stupid. That's it's basically the the fulcrum of what Russell Brand. Let's take a listen
1: Do you know one of the things I find terrifying about becoming more educated about this space Tucker mostly by listening to uh, um, More educated voices than my own is that many of the things a person might instinctively feel such as you feel like You know yourself forgive my ignorance I don't know much about British politics the, the but the way that one might intuit hey Should we not be provoking Russia into a war? Don't they have nuclear weapons? Should we think very carefully about that? I mean, how much do we want Ukraine in NATO? And do we even need NATO anyway? The kind of things you might think if you didn't go to university, if you're a regular blue-collar person working for a living, maybe in the police force or the fire service or as a nurse or as a teacher, something that gives real value to your nation. The kind of things you might think, they're true. Those ideas are true. And in order to prevent you from reaching those ordinary everyday regulations, a machine is put to constant work to conquer the space of your attention, incessantly and relentlessly, filling your mind with dumb ideas and dumb distractions as your children are marched off into an unwinnable forever war
0: i.e you're taking a look at taylor swift and how big that news is with then you got the super bowl and these are meaningless trivial things that we've been uh, fed in the machine is what he's talking about there and he's he's absolutely right because what you don't see is the fact that europe has just committed another billion dollars to the ukrainian war Sweden is now going to be part of NATO. So they are walking us along with our own president into World War III, but yet we're all focused on whether or not Taylor Swift can throw the election. And as I said on the program today or yesterday, that if you can't, if our election can be thrown by a pop singer, what does it say about our republic? And remember what Ben Franklin said. It's a republic if you can keep it. And uh, another issue that Russell Brand, he found himself in the hot seat, and he makes some salient points here on this Tucker Carlson interview. What happens when you take on the corporate power structure?
1: You You shouldn't be surprised that if you attack the most powerful interests in the world, the deep state, powerful corporations, the machinery of war, that you yourself are the recipient of ta- attacks. <laughs> why does that, why is that surprising to you? Right, no. I know, but because sometimes it does feel speculative, doesn't it? You're talking about these really powerful organizations and the way that it's funded and the way that it crosses over and their malfeasant, underhanded, insidious activity. And then as it starts to become more popular, as more and more people realize that it's actually true, as more and more people become willing to take back control in their own lives, as more and more people refuse refused to consent to being treated in this sort of infantile way, having their autonomy and personal and mental and spiritual freedom undermined, their connection to their land undermined, their connection to nature devoided, you start to realize that you're actually operating in quite a powerful territory.
0: Yeah, and, they, and they're relentless. They won't stop. This is, again, alluding to what I was talking about, uh, Kelly Clarkson, and the way that they use this popular TV show and the way they have all the colors. And, and they they know exactly what they're doing. They're going after your kids the, to inculcate them. I'm watching, uh, and, and I'm such a huge Star Wars fan. I remember how much I loved it myself as a kid. And they've turned it into this squishy Uh, it's, it's gone. The soul of that is gone because they've replaced it with ideology and virtue signaling and, and the homogenization, uh, homogenization of of the, of the sexual, uh, tension between men and women and how to use that to create great drama. Uh, And it's all gone, all gone because the powers that be have decided that you should be whitewashed. That we, we will redefine for you, what is proper entertainment. And that's, I think, the, the biggest uh, uh, egregious act is that the media has taken the role of grooming people into this new think, thought, thought think. Uh, and it's just ugly. It's soulless. And here's Russell Brand, uh, again, commenting on how he first started to have his eyes open.
1: During the pandemic period, we reported continually about some of the clinical trials that moderna conducted and whether or not they ought be deemed sufficiently rigorous to warrant the level of measures that were being implemented if not entirely mandated we talked about a government official called jonathan van tam who was the public face of the government saying you know we should be taking vaccines recommending that the measures escalate jonathan van tam subsequently took a position at moderna we reported on that people in the FDA took positions at Moderna. We reported on that. We accurately reported that both Pfizer and Moderna were making a $1,000, like a second or a minute, just like we reported a lot. uh, We reported accurately and thoroughly about the degree to which big pharma were profiting from a situation in which Albert Baller explicitly said it would be inhumane to profit from this g- global crisis. This meant that we were tracked by agencies employed by Moderna. They had like us on a high risk category. This is the reporting of Lee Fang from his, on his Substack. Not just me, Jay Bhattacharya, Michael Schellenberger, Alex Berenson, a number of what you might call anti-pandemic measures, voices or strong critics of the way that the pandemic unfolded were under observation by agencies that were either funded by big Pharma, sometimes the government. And in a sense, what I've started to realise, Tucker, is this cartilage between the state and the corporate world is often provided by these unusual organisations that are claiming to be observing disinformation or monitoring, but they're actually crushing dissent. That's what they're doing in practice. Dissenting voices are being aggressively crushed by almost any means necessary.
0: And it's going to continue to happen that way, and that's the new power structure that we're having to deal with. Uh, I just read an article about uh, from a writer, from former New York Times writer, uh, lamenting about how news is dead because it's now in the hands of independent journalists, independent voices, and we can't have that because God forbid. Uh, You know, there is a... I want to get to this other story before we run out of time because it kind of ties in to this dehumanization that is going on in our world with the atomization of the man, uh, and, and whether it's the talk of digital currencies where we're all sharing and we all have our money in the same place and it's all controlled by the government. It's that dehumanization process that goes on. And one way that they are, I think going to finally undermine family and it's pretty insidious but there is AI technology now, and uh, there's a, a couple of different ways of doing it, but one in particular, which I looked into yesterday, and it's artificial relationships. And that is when you can create your perfect woman or your perfect man. And through these, these online agencies, you can literally choose the color of their hair, uh, their accent, their skin tone. Uh, their occupation. And what happens is you create this profile of somebody that you think would be your perfect relationship. Now with AI, AI on the other end is taking all of your information, your likes and dislikes, what you eat, what you watch, what you read, and they incorporate all of your information into this AI model, this profile, this, this digital being that you've just created and now you have this symbiotic relationship because this AI can communicate with you. It can send you texts. Uh, it can do things for you. It can it, it help you calm you down after a rough day at the office. And it's everywhere you want to be. You'll have this little relationship in the back of your pocket. It'll be the most beautiful woman you've ever met or the most beautiful man you've ever met who cares about all of your likes and dislikes and everything. And can you see how that would destroy a person's ability to distinguish between reality and surreality or an illusion, really. And people will respond to the human voice. They'll respond to visual stimulation. And I can see that in the future we will have just as deep and meaningful relationships with our AI that we could ever achieve with fellow humans. And that's frightening to me. It's way frightening to me because it's a nice, pretty way to introduce you to a new way of thinking about relationships. And the thing is, uh, no children, no family, None of the normal stresses that come and the wisdom that comes when you have a nice, normal, real family, which now can be replaced by this effervescent digital personality that you've created, your perfect soulmate. Yeah. Ooh, it's getting weird, isn't it? All right. See you next time. Thank you for joining me. Speaking out. Jim Watkins. Join me online, Jim Watkins. Jim Watkins one.com. See you next time.